Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Maeve Marsden and welcome to Queer Stories, the podcast for the LGBTQI plus storytelling night I host and program. Queer Stories events happen regularly in Sydney, Brisbane and Melbourne, and I'm also now hosting them in regional towns. If you enjoy these stories, please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and consider buying a copy of the Queer Stories book, a collection of 26 of the stories edited by me and published by Hachette. I'm really proud of this collection and I hope you enjoy it too. Sean D'Souza is a Brisbane-based youth worker and LGBTIQ plus activist and a firm enthusiast of naps, books and tea. Their current projects include tackling transgender homelessness in Brisbane and advocating for queer people of colour visibly through art and community building. They performed this story in Sydney. Hello, ladies and gents, and my gender diverse friends. Like every good, insightful, and heartfelt queer stories, mine obviously starts with Grinder. <laughs> you know it. Less than three minutes into the conversation, out of absolutely nowhere, this guy excitedly reminded me that I should be out there driving a taxi. Oh. I know. I was like, it's like, hmm. And I was immediately reminded that Merima koi am khet ki muli nahi hai. Meri ma koi am khet ki muli nahi hai, which in Hindi, the third language I speak, roughly translates to my mother is no ordinary creation. She, along with my father, are both the bombs that make an impact and the bomb shelter that gives out supplies and sustenance. Dolsen Aku, my father's oldest sibling lived with her family in Dombivli, the same town where I was born. And every time she cooked mutton curry, makasam, the whole room would ravishingly smell like what I imagine heaven to be. My mom lived for a few good years in Saudi Arabia to support my family, which is pretty incredible. And while she was away, Dulcin Aku would tell me bedtime stories. Are Sean, She would start off in Konkani, the first language my tongue speaks. And I don't remember much of her stories because back then, I didn't really struggle that much to fall asleep. My oldest cousin's name is Deepa Bai. Deepa, in Kannada, the fifth language I speak. <laughs> Deepa in Kannada means lamp. 
And whilst my mother taught me how to stand on a stage and speak like I am the bee's knees, <laughs> Deepabai showed me how when alphabets morphed into words to encapsulate feelings, communities flourish. She's the first culture I have ever known. I have thrived in Australia for about three years now, and it's been a bit hectic, <laughs> just casually oppressive along the way. <laughs> to make it easier, some days I try to forget that I am brown first. I try to forget that my name never used to sound foreign when kids playing cricket in some alleyway would scream it amidst celebrating both Ganesh Chaturthi and Eid. I forget what a crisis it is to wake up without any milk because I have almost forgotten the importance of a household without tea. I forget so much that I don't even know if I should be offended every time I get asked if I speak Hindu. <laughs> I try to, and some days I accomplish, almost accomplish, forgetting that I'm brown fast. Living to be both Desi and Aussie, I have become such an intersectional mess that some days when I think in Marathi, I don't even know if I should be celebrating or cringing. Between my mental breakdowns and the need to remind myself that it's okay to be a queer person, I have internalized enough hate to not assign my skin any further importance. In Australia, and this was even before I moved here, I kind of expected the overt direct racism and wasn't really aware of the um, systemic sides to it. I expected boys like Jamie who refused a relationship unless I came out to my family. I expected people to come up to me and ask, oh, so your real Indian name's Raj, right? Admittedly, I kind of less expected to be asked if I was like the actual Aladdin, which was, <laughs> which was back then playing at, in Brisbane at QPAC, to which I said, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's Grinder, fuck it. What I kind of less expected was real estate agents refusing my right to housing based on the nationality on my passport. I didn't expect friends to not being able to tolerate me every time I called out some form of systemic bullshit, reminding me that I'm Indian and should be grateful to be here. I didn't expect people to ask me repeatedly if I work at 7-Eleven and followed by being told that I should apply because I'll definitely get the job or apply at an Indian restaurant because realistically that's the best chance I have at employment here. I'm here as a reminder for us all to be kinder to people that work jobs that get assigned an ethnicity. Stereotypes are not created by minorities, but is a direct result of oppression that we sometimes indirectly tolerate. I'm here to take back your permission to mock an accent that does not belong to you. And specifically, can we like just stop bringing up the slumdog millionaire every time you see a brown person in the room? <laughs> like for fuck's sake. 
Bollywood is literally not a million dollar industry for you to not make any effort at a real conversation. <laughs> you'd, probably, you'd probably get away talking to me like, I don't know, about the weather. That's a better conversation. I'm here as a living example that for some people, survival is equal to getting lucky. Thriving is a dream. My queer story is multilingual and it's gay as fuck. But I didn't almost make it. And even though some days I try to forget, it is nothing short of truth that for a country that is so riddled by oppression, I was predominantly raised by women who found empowerment within their own means. And that keeps making me stronger. Jilly auntie, Preeti Bai, Elise auntie, whose house, by the way, somehow assuringly always smelled of love. Ruby auntie, that wore this color better than anyone else. Karen Bai, Rubia, Aisha, Helen, Meriaku, my mother, my mother, my mother. My name is Sean D'Souza, and by God, I am a signed Indian at birth. And for every second that I'm alive, I will take with me every story that nurtures me. My best friend, Sarah, who keeps God outside changing rooms every time I want to try a dress on. My father, who is both the handyman and the stay-at-home stay parent, and has taught me more about non-binary gender roles than anyone else. My boyfriend, who just merely shrugged and kept driving when I came out to him as trans less than three months into the relationship, and would happily watch Bollywood music videos with me even though he understands fuck all. <laughs> Love you, babe. Happy anniversary. We should go Facebook official. <laughs> what I need you to know is that I am not singular. I am every person, culture, and struggle that I've survived. And in the same vein, I need you to know that my skin is the color of earth, and I would selflessly let you find a home in me. Some days I glorifyingly smudge my mascara because at least then you know that you're looking instead into my mother's eyes and similar to her, that is reassurance enough that my little saffron-stained heart narrative will never be wiped out. So when I got told that I should be driving a taxi, I rather nicely reminded the gentleman that, yeah, I would be driving a taxi, but I'm currently busy specifically working all of the 63 jobs I stole from your country. <laughs> and that here I am, both the bomb, obviously, <laughs> and the bomb shelter. My oppression is also my strength. 
And for every disadvantaged soul that forgets the same fact about themselves, I'll never stop speaking of you. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review the Queer Stories podcast to boost my ego and help spread the word. For tickets and dates, follow Queer Stories on Facebook. And for late night rants and photos of my dog Frank, follow me, Maeve Marsden, on Twitter. For discount tickets to my shows, as well as other perks, become a supporter of my work on Patreon for as little as $4 a month. Details on MaeveMarsden.com.